Good morning, it's Thursday, August 29th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Obama reframes a dream for a new era. U.S. facing test on data to back action on Syria. And Hassan sentenced to death for Fort Hood rampage. In today's national headlines, in Congress, a bid to undo dialysis cuts. Gun bill would test limits in nullifying U.S. law. And U.S. lawmakers push for a vote before a strike on Syria. In today's financial headlines, after recession in Portugal, fruits of success. Nintendo to release a lower-cost portable device. And U.S. and Switzerland close to a deal on penalizing banks. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Obama reframes a dream for a new era. Reported by Peter Baker and Cheryl Gay Stolberg. President Obama stepped into the space on Wednesday where the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once stood, summoning his dream of a colorblind society in a celebration of a half-century of progress and a call to arms for the next generation. On a day of misty rain, tens of thousands of Americans, black, white, and every shade in between, returned to the site of King's I Have a Dream speech to listen to the nation's first black president pay tribute to the pioneers who paved the way for his ascension. Because they kept marching, America changed, Obama said. Because they marched, a civil rights law was passed. Because they marched, a voting rights law was signed. Because they marched, doors of opportunity and education swung open so their daughters and sons could finally imagine a life for themselves beyond washing somebody else's laundry or shining somebody else's shoes. Because they marched, he added, city councils changed and state legislatures changed and Congress changed and, yes, eventually, the White House changed. The symbolic journey from King to Obama on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial animated the 50th anniversary of the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom more than any oratory. While Obama's line about the White House changing was his only reference to his unique place in history, the power of his presence was lost on no one. But it also underscored the challenge to a movement to reframe its mission. With an African American in the Oval Office, it is harder to argue about political empowerment than it was in 1963, and much of the day's message centered on tackling economic disparity, as well as newer frontiers of civil rights like equality for gay men and lesbians. Several of the speakers, including former President Jimmy Carter, tied the event to controversies of the moment, including the Trayvon Martin case, New York's police frisking policy, and the Supreme Court ruling this summer that overturned part of the Voting Rights Act. I think we know how Dr. King would have reacted, Carter said.